Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from John chapter 2, verses 23 through 25. This reading is short, it's only three verses, but it is a transition point in John's Gospel. It's going to lead us into the next story about Nicodemus. So far, we've looked at, in John's Gospel here this week, the wedding feast in Cana of Galilee, where Jesus works this great miracle. But John doesn't call it a miracle. He calls it a sign because it's pointing toward the greater reality of who Jesus really is. Then we saw Jesus cleanse the temple. He goes in the temple. He sees the money changers. He sees all the animals there and all the merchandise, and he runs the money changers out. He cleanses the court of all of that in the temple. And he does this premeditatedly. He doesn't just do it because he's angry and flies off the handle, but he thinks it through and cleanses the temple. And then we come to this point, and I just want to read to you these three verses, and we'll discuss some of the issues at play here, some of the challenges, to be quite honest, that we find in these three verses. This is John 2, 23 through 25. This is the English Standard Version. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus, on his part, did not entrust himself to them because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. Now, earlier in John's Gospel, in John 1.12, we see that for those that put their faith in Christ, they believe in Jesus and receive him. They have the right to become children of God. We also see later in John's gospel, when we get the purpose statement for John, we are told that John wrote this book so that we would believe in Jesus and have life in his name. So what's the problem here? You would think when people have faith in Jesus, verse 23 says, many believed in his name. You would think, okay, John would celebrate that. Well, that's a good thing. People are believing it. That's the purpose of this book is so people will believe in Jesus. So what's the issue here? Well, notice why they believe in Jesus. Here's the really important statement. Many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. So John is going to talk to us about the type of faith that Jesus wants us to have. And this is very important for us today as we walk with Christ. What type of faith does Jesus call us to have? You know, what's interesting, I just want to throw this out here too. There's a wordplay going on in this passage. It's it's a really neat thing. John does this a lot in his gospel. You're going to see it in chapter 3 when Nicodemus comes to visit Jesus. There's two places where there's a wordplay going on. We have a wordplay in this passage. Even though some of these people believed in Jesus, Jesus would not believe in them. So some of these people were believing in Jesus because of the signs that he was doing, but Jesus knew what was in their heart and he did not entrust himself to them. So there's this this wordplay, neat wordplay going on here that they believe in him, but he will not believe in them. So why will Jesus not entrust himself to these people? Well, there's some some clues in John's gospel. There's some other places. In John chapter 4, verse 48, Jesus tells the people, he goes back to Cana of Galilee, and someone comes to him wanting him to do a, a miracle, to heal someone. And Jesus says, unless you see a sign, you will not believe. So he points out the problem here. 
You guys are always looking for signs. You're not going to believe in me unless I work some type of miracle. So there's one clue there to what Jesus could be talking about. In John 6, 26, Jesus admonishes the crowd and says, You guys are only seeking me because I fed you the loaves, the bread. I filled your belly up, and that's why you're looking for me. It's not because of who I am. It's not because of my mission. You come to me because I gave you physical things. I gave you something to fill your stomach. Then in John 6.64, it tells us something about Jesus. It says that he knew from the beginning who would not believe. That Jesus had this power to know who would believe and who would not believe. So we have this, this concept developing in John's gospel that there are people that believe in Jesus just because of the physical things he gives them, just because of the miracles that he works. And there's a a thing that people are missing. The very word for miracle in John's gospel gives us a clue. The word for miracle in John's gospel is the word sign. It's not miracle. It's not dunamis like you'd find in the other gospels. It's this word for sign in Greek. And what it means is that this thing that Jesus is doing is pointing you to a deeper reality. And if you fixate on, hey, Jesus is a great miracle worker, or Jesus can fulfill all my physical needs, you will miss the point of what Jesus is all about. Jesus is the incarnate Son of God. He is God in flesh. He is our Savior. He is our Redeemer. He is our Creator. He is the Lord of our lives. So our proper response is not just to have some puny belief about Jesus. I mean, even the demons believe in who Jesus is, and the Bible says they shudder. There's a big difference in saying, I believe in something, versus I believe. And what I mean by that is I could say, well, I believe in God. I believe that God exists. But do you truly trust God for his word? There's a big difference in saying, well, I've looked at the evidence and I think God exists. I look at the the wonder of the universe. I I look at the complexity of life and I realize there has to be a creator. But there's another step involved where you say, you know what? I believe everything God says and I put my entire life in his hands. So what Jesus wants is not sign faith. He doesn't want faith that just believes in these these signs he can work and what he can do for me uh, in my life, the, the kind of divine blessing box above or the divine vending machine that's going to give me the desires of my heart. He wants something deeper. He wants a faith that leads to discipleship. And that's the key throughout the Gospels. I mean, Jesus, you never hear him come around and say, hey guys, um, I'm preaching this gospel of fire insurance. Let me give you the minimum entrance requirements so that you don't go to hell. He, He never talks like that. We, we preach that gospel many times today in our churches, but Jesus never taught like that. Jesus taught like this, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. In other words, get your life in line with my kingdom. I am the king. My kingdom is in breaking into this world and I'm calling you to be a part of this kingdom, to give your full trust and allegiance to me. And that is what John is driving it because this faith these people have, it's not the faith that leads to discipleship. You're going to see that in chapter 3. You know, he talks about not entrusting himself to man. And we're going to meet a man, Anthropos in Greek, we're going to meet a man, Nicodemus, who will come to Jesus in the cover of the night 
is a secret believer. He's not really a disciple, not at that point at least. So the faith that God wants from us is the faith that totally trusts everything he says, trusts in him, and gives our lives over to him. So it's something to contemplate. This is very, very powerful. It's something that we all should be challenged by. So with that in mind and these thoughts in mind, that the faith that Jesus is looking for, let's go back and read our verses again. This is John 2, 23 through 25. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. But Jesus on his part did not entrust himself to them because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. Now one thing we could look at here and realize that even though Jesus knows who we are, he still loves us. And that's amazing to think about it in the first place, that God knows all the the darkness and sin and, and things about me, but he still loves me. And he calls me to a loving relationship with him in which I walk in his commandments. He will say later, if you love me, you will do what I've commanded you to do. And that's what true faith is all about. True faith is I trust in him, I give my life to him, and I follow him. Well, I hope today has been a challenge for you. I know it's been a challenge for me. It's like a strong drink of hotel coffee right here in the morning to get you going. It's sobering. But Jesus has called us to follow him, discipleship. And uh, I just hope these readings and all that we're doing through the Gospel of John is encouraging you. I hope you're growing in your faith. I'm just excited that you tune in and listen. I'm thankful for that. And uh, we're going to continue again tomorrow uh, with our, our last podcast of the week. Hope you have a great day.